Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used or just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Today's guest, we have Mate Toke. He hails from Hungary, and he's the COO of Bitcoin.com. This is a website where you can get a lot of information about Bitcoin, even if you know nothing about it. You can download a wallet. You can buy Bitcoins, sell them, exchange them. Um, You can do quite a bit, and it's a great place to get started if you have an interest in Bitcoin and just don't know how to go about it. Mate started out uh, from an unusual arena. He started out as a wakeboard world champion. Um, from what he tells me in the interview, that's where a boat will tow someone on a surfboard. So he was a wakeboard world champion. And he had migrated. Um, his interests had changed, and he got involved with Bitcoin. His first site was Bitcoinist.net. Um, it's a site where he has a lot of blogs about Bitcoin and digital currency industries, um, some fintech and blockchain news. And then he, he came on board with Roger Ver at uh, Bitcoin.com. Great interview we have. We cover a wide range of topics about Bitcoin, um, not just basics, some unusual questions that you may be wondering about. Uh, so listen in for this interview with Mate Toke. Yeah, so t- t- tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, uh, What do you do? How did you get involved with Bitcoin in the beginning? And what do you do right now with them? It's actually a little bit funny because um, I was actually a professional athlete. Um, I was wakeboarding. Have you ever heard about wakeboarding before? Yeah, I've heard of boogie boarding, wakeboarding, surfing. Yeah, yeah. So wakeboarding is, is usually done behind the boat or, oh. or, uh, or at the cable park. So I was competing for uh, 14 years. Um, um, I went, I traveled around the world. Um, I got to go to a lot of uh, competitions and, um, and I did the, the sport professionally. I really liked it. And um, about um, three and a half years ago, I was actually still wakeboarding um, and I, I also went to, co- I also took college. Um, yeah. I heard about Bitcoin in the news and that was about the time when uh, there was a huge crisis in uh, Cyprus. And um, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people's uh, bank accounts were uh, were frozen, and the government uh, tried to take the money from from the bank accounts. Yep. Seized it, and you know a lot of uh, terrible things happened in, in in Greece. And I read an article about uh, about Bitcoin and how it was connected to to all these people. Actually, a lot of people in uh, in in Cyprus um, bought bitcoins. Uh, and they uh, they try to transfer all of their wealth or of their money to to bitcoins to you know, save what they had. Right. And um, I I thought that was really really interesting. So I started to you know read more about bitcoin, and uh, and I I was really fascinated by this technology and and by the entire idea of, of what bitcoin is. And uh, you know I just kept reading more and more. And then uh, uh, back then home mining was still really profitable. Um, so I bought a couple uh, mining equipments. Sure. So I started uh, to mine bitcoins, and then um, I founded Bitcoinis.net, which was, uh, which, uh, which still is uh, an informational portal, like a news media um, site for for blockchain and bitcoin, 
Bitcoin technology and news. Okay. Um, and I actually left Bitcoin just about two years ago to start work on, on Bitcoin.com with, with Roger Beer. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. What's your role at uh, Bitcoin.com right now? I'm the chief operation officer. Okay. And what's the mission of Bitcoin.com? Is it just to disseminate information and get people to use it, or does it have other missions? Well, the, the number one mission is, of course, to, um, to help people uh, learn about Bitcoin, to, um, to give them information, um, and also spread the word about Bitcoin. We, we definitely would like Bitcoin to, to become mainstream. Mm. Uh, we really believe in the technology. Um, it's it's an amazing website for for um, for basically everyone because if you're new to Bitcoin, you can just visit Bitcoin.com and uh, and you know get get started. You can read everything about Bitcoin, what you need to know, like the basics. Yeah. And then if you if you decide to buy some Bitcoins, we um, we have an option to buy Bitcoins with credit card. We also have uh, we also have some uh, some options. Um, to, to let you know what are the best Bitcoin exchanges. Um, it's like a referral system. We, um, we refer the user to Bitcoin exchanges that operate in their country so they can buy Bitcoin safely. Right. Um, and, I, and we also, we also uh, refer uh, to Bitcoin wallets. You, can, you, can, right. okay. you get to choose a lot of Bitcoin wallets that you, you like the best. You can set up on your phone or on your computer and, uh, you know, uh, download that. So basically, get started with uh, with Bitcoin. We uh, we have many other uh, uh, many other uh, parts of the website as well, including the news section, of course. So you can you know get the latest information on news, right. um, as well as a forum and uh, and the Bitcoin, an amazing Bitcoin casino. So everything okay. we are, we're trying to be the you know the best the best website out there. With all the information, the go-to website for everything Bitcoin. Yeah, and it, I won't get too much into the basics of Bitcoin because I think a lot of people cover that. But at the same time, Bitcoin seems pretty hard to understand. Have you found a favorite explanation on how to make it real simple for people to understand? Well, um, sure. Um, you can, and you're right. Um, it is, it is, when you first hear about it, it is kind of hard to get your head around it. Uh, but I, what I would like to talk about is, is really the benefits of, uh, uh, of Bitcoin. Okay. Because, uh, because I think it's, it's, really, it's really important to, uh, you know, to, know about, to know about it. So why Bitcoin is, is so amazing? Um, I believe that Bitcoin gives you the power to be your own bank. If you have bitcoins uh, and if you control the private keys, mm -hmm. no one is is ever going to be able to take away your money. I mean, your bitcoins, which which is worth which is worth a lot. Yeah. Um, and I think I think it's really important because think about it: if you have your money in the bank, you actually have to get the bank's approval in some ways to get your money, right? You do yes, so absolutely. If, if the ATM is not working, you know, you're not going to get the money. If yep. the bank is closed, you're not going to get the money. If you want to wire transfer, it's not instant. You have to, you know, kind of get the bank's approval. If they flag your, if they flag your transfer, then you're not sending your own money to anyone. Right. So, um, so I think that's really important, and and I really love the fact that 
I can send you Bitcoins right now. You would get the Bitcoins right now. It's peer-to-peer, -peer, it's instant, and I don't have to ask anyone in the entire world uh, to send you those Bitcoins. I decide to send it to you and you'll get it. And you know, that's it, no questions asked. Uh, I'm in control of my, of my financials. I think, I think that's amazing. Well, uh, you know, and it's also fast. So, right. One, one question, though. What if, I don't know Bitcoin legislation around the world. <clears throat> I know some countries welcome it more than others. Are there countries that have outlawed it? And what happens if you live in a country like that and you want to either accept or send Bitcoins? What could happen to you? Right. Um, sure. And that's a, that's a really good question. Um, as a matter of fact, I know for a fact that Thailand is... Thailand has said that, you know, uh, using Bitcoin is illegal. Mate, you there? Hey, Mate. Consequences, so I would not want to go into that. Uh, hey, Mate, one, one second. Um, you cut out right as you started to talk about Thailand. Can you talk about Thailand again? Sure. Uh, can you hear me now? Yes. So, um... So as I said, you know, Thailand, Thailand officially said that uh, Bitcoin is illegal in Thailand. Um, they don't want anyone to use Bitcoins. Uh, they they literally ban Bitcoins. And um, but um, to answer your question, I would not want to go into the details because I don't know the exact consequences if someone would use Bitcoins in Thailand. Uh, but if you are if you're in Thailand. Um, and of course, that's also a question like if you are if you're a Thailand citizen or if you're a tourist, mm. um, you know, of course, the, law, the laws would, you know, would be different. But right. again, who would, who would know that you're using Bitcoins because you just have a you just have an app on your phone and you're receiving Bitcoins. Um, you know, I, I believe that they probably would uh, if they found out if they find out that you're trying to pay with Bitcoins or like, uh, you know, a store or any vendor like to accept bitcoins you pay with bitcoins in thailand um you know that that's that's certainly a not not a good scenario because okay. you know thailand has officially <clears throat> said that we don't want to deal with bitcoins but uh, fortunately there aren't really many countries like like thailand um it's um bitcoin regulations are are uh, you know are just getting formed in the u.s right. uh, and it's really it's really difficult for you know for governments um, you know, to get their hand, head around it because, you know, they really cannot control Bitcoins. Yes. I mean, they cannot control this technology. Um, and, and you know what, if they ban Bitcoin or if they say like, okay, we don't want, we don't want anyone to use Bitcoins, then people are going to use another cryptocurrency. There are hundreds of cryptocurrencies out there um, with, uh, you know, with similar, with similar, uh, uh, technological uh, background with similar, you know, use cases, uh, with similar benefits. Uh, of course, Bitcoin is like the number one and has it has the most market cap, right. the most known currency. Um, but I, I'm, I'm really positive. I don't think that you know uh, many countries will will ban it. They are, they will try to regulate it, but uh, at the end of the day. Um, I believe that they're going to be okay with it because they understand the, the, the importance of, of the blockchain technology that's behind yeah. Bitcoin. Well, you know, one, you know, I don't mean to be paranoid, but <clears throat> one important issue is 
getting into the Bitcoin system. So I've seen, um, right now I live in Austin, Texas, and I've seen they have actual ATMs where you can put in right. a credit card and get Bitcoins. And you mentioned using a credit card to buy Bitcoin. Are there ways for people to use cash to get Bitcoins or to get them in a anonymous or untracked fashion so they can get into the system without having to use traditional methods to do so? Absolutely. So, um, first of all, of course, buying Bitcoins with cash, you know, I would, I would say that that's the most convenient way if you don't want to trust any Bitcoin exchange or if you don't want to trust like a Bitcoin ATM. Um, there's a website called localbitcoins.com. Uh, people who have Bitcoins or people who want, to sell, who want to sell Bitcoins, like it's a buy and sell website, um, they, they sign up to this website and, uh, and you can actually you know, search for people in your area. And, uh, and let's suppose you want to buy and you search for someone in your area who wants to sell set up a meeting with that person and uh, you know um, you meet them in a coffee shop and and he sells your bitcoins you pay him cash you know at, again it's uh, it's peer-to-peer -peer, it's really fast the minute you hand over the cash or the minute he sends the bitcoins you get it uh, no questions asked right. um, but again if you um, there are there are, like on bitcoin.com we we offer the opportunity to uh, you to buy bitcoins with your credit card um there isn't any kyc on uh, on that on that platform um again using again buying bitcoins uh, at an atm there are plenty of atms around the world where you don't have to you know give your fingerprints you don't have to enter any details um it's just buying bitcoins like you literally put in the cash and they send you the bitcoins to your phone and that's it Okay. I think I think there are many many ways um, for for people to get involved for for people to get bitcoins um, without you know um, without completing the KYC. And what do you mean by KYC? Well, there's um, it's the know your customer uh, uh, information. Uh, there are some bitcoin exchanges where when you sign up you have to you know um, send them your uh, your ids and uh, utility bill and stuff like that uh, in order to make sure that you know um, they identify you so right yeah it seems like there's there's highly anonymous ways to get into it and there's extremely difficult ways that require a lot of vetting that's why i wanted to ask you <clears throat> okay um, you mentioned that, I mean, I guess short of the government of your country disallowing it, for the most part, Bitcoin will continue, you know, regardless. Yes. What makes it so robust? You know, the, the blockchain ledger itself, how many computers is it on around the world? You know, why can't it be taken down? Right. Um, <clears throat> I, again, just like an example, like Internet is not... Like you won't ever be able to take down internet, right? Because mm -hmm. there are so many servers out there. Um, there are so many backups all over the world. Um, the blockchain. There, there are a lot of uh, people running uh, Bitcoin full nodes uh, all over the world. So as long as there are Bitcoin full nodes, um, people are not going to be able to shut down Bitcoins. 
A full node means it has the entire history in the blockchain? That is correct. Okay. Wait, do you have any estimate on how many how many full nodes there are out there? Um, uh, at least I would say I don't I don't have the exact estimate, but but a couple thousand for sure. Okay. Right. And then um, you talked about hundreds of different cryptocurrencies. You know, Bitcoin's obviously the most famous, the most robust, the biggest one. If it's going to work, it sounds like Bitcoin is it. Um, what about the other cryptocurrencies? How active are they? Um, how are they regarded in the marketplace? Is trusted or not trusted? Uh, I'm sorry, I just, just, I just did a, a real quick research. So there are 5,310 nodes uh, around the world. Okay, great. Full nodes, great. And that's like, you know, all over the world. So. Okay. Um, Sorry, what was your question? I just wanted—I just really wanted to answer because I think that's that's really important. Yeah, no, that's great. I'll have it edited so it's smooth. Um, yes, yeah, so I'll just repeat it. So you talked about there being hundreds of cryptocurrencies, and obviously, yeah. Bitcoin is the biggest, the robust, most robust, um, the most widely used. What are you seeing with the other cryptocurrencies? Do any of them have a chance to become widespread? Do any of them offer? Um, benefits that Bitcoin doesn't, you know, what's your general feel on them? Yeah, um, I, of course, there's competition out there, uh, but I believe competition is, is always good. Um, we need competition. Uh, what's really important is, uh, I think it's, it's important to know that Bitcoin has the biggest market cap. Um, and, and of course, that, that's a good reflection to how many people are using it all over the world and, and of course uh, Bitcoin is with uh, all over the world anything like really anything you can buy Bitcoins with mm. um, and and that's that's the thing that I don't see in other in other digital currencies for now they all have you know other features they all have other uh, technology behind it uh, but I think it, it's it's going to be really important for um, for the mass adoption um, for people to to be able to use bitcoins and buy things with bitcoins uh, wherever they go and you know that's I think that's one of the most important uh, facts why Bitcoin is leading this because it is it is well known it is the most known digital currency out there right and uh, you know I think that's a huge huge advantage for Bitcoin. What about the um, the past controversy because of Silk Road and some people saying, oh, these alt currencies are just used for drugs and illicit things. How has Bitcoin's image been shaping up now that it's, you know, end of 2016? Is it Has it recovered or is it still dogged by that? I, 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 I honestly think it has recovered a lot and um, it's, it's doing great. Um, of course, you know, mass media... Uh, likes to report on the negative things because uh, yep. they can get a better headline and uh, and it's important to them and they can they can get more traffic they can get more viewers um, and they they still try to talk about um, you know the dark markets and uh, and how it's like super anonymous and you're not able to track it and how you can use it for illegal activities and things like that but um, you know that's the minority now. 
I, I don't think many people are, are using Bitcoin for, for illegal activities. Um, they do use, you know, Bitcoins for um, for the dark dark markets, um, but they use other cryptocurrencies on the dark markets as well. Um, I think the, the image, the the overall image of Bitcoin has uh, uh, has become much better. Okay. And, and I think it's it's on it's on the right way to, to become even better. Yeah, and the and funny thing is, talk about that. if you think about it, any money is used for good and bad. I mean. Any no, current? I mean, kidding me? Like cash is using cash for for all kinds of illegal stuff is is the most common yeah. thing in today's world. Okay. Anything uh, interesting you're seeing in the other alt currencies? Um, I know the focus here again is Bitcoin, but is there anything you're seeing that uh, Bitcoin lovers or people that are really interested in cryptocurrencies should be aware of in other coins besides Bitcoin? I believe um, you know people are talking about Ethereum a lot. Um, I personally don't don't pay too much attention to uh, you know to all of these uh, other currencies. Um, you know I keep I keep my eyes open and I, my, I keep my eye on them. But uh, uh, of course Ethereum is is, uh, is the most popular among all of them. Um, but again, I I think. Uh, I think Bitcoin is still the number one and still the best technology, um, but okay. people people like people like to invest because uh, there's a huge potential in buying coins when they're really cheap, and then people you know, and then along the way when the developers are adding more and more features to the coins, the value of the coin goes up, so you know they can make some nice money on 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 the on their investment. Right. Yeah, how how I don't know if if you've tracked it to this depth or if economists have. How is the price of Bitcoin behaving compared to other currencies in the world? Is it acting similarly? Is it kind of still very different? You know, its price has has gone up quite a bit since inception. But I mean, what does its behavior look like? I'm sure, I'm sure the biggest difference is it's a lot more volatile than any other currencies like fiat currencies. Um, um, that's that's number one. that's the number one thing I, I can I can say. Um, I haven't I haven't looked uh, to this these trends uh, uh, from another perspective, to be honest. Yeah, I just wondered if anyone's been commenting. I also wondered if if the Bitcoin price has been has tracked any particular country's currency more than others. You know, is it maybe a, a, the U.S. It seems to track that more closely than other countries. I don't know. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, I have not seen anything like that. Okay. It'll be interesting to see that, you know, as different yeah, world currencies sure. fluctuate, how will this eventually settle and, and come into line with them? Yeah. Well, I mean, once, once that time comes, uh, I, I'm sure Bitcoin is going to be like really, really mainstream. And um, I'm, I'm really hoping that happens really soon. Yeah, do you have any, so we talked about the number of full nodes, you know, 5,000 approximate. Any other stats on Bitcoin, you know, the total amount transacted per month or per day right now, the total number of approximate users that use Bitcoin, any other stats you have? Right, uh, what I can tell is, is, is the number of users are, are definitely growing. Um, it's, not, it's not as, uh, it hasn't grown as much as in the past years. Uh, but it's not stagnating either, so it's definitely growing. Um, I 
I don't have any any numbers for you, uh, like exact numbers. Right. Um, but I can tell that the number of users are definitely growing, and of course, uh, uh, again, the number of transactions are growing uh, and increasing a lot, which is uh, which is really good. And uh, and we definitely need uh, you know we need to let Bitcoin to scale, and we need uh, Bitcoin to become mainstream. Um, so we need more and more people. Uh, there are many companies out there, uh, especially uh, payment processor companies like, uh, you know, BitPay or Coinbase, uh, that are trying to, they're doing their best to uh, to educate people to make uh, uh, to make vendors and 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 store owners and and businesses uh, to start to accept Bitcoin. Uh, okay. You know that all would. Uh, help and um, and of course you know telling just just by telling your friends or setting them up with a with a bitcoin account and sending them a couple bucks worth of bitcoin is uh, is great and and also also don't forget to mention uh, how how many cool projects are are built on top of uh, you know bitcoin like for example if uh, if you live in the US um, there's an uh, there's an amazing application called foldapp um, you can send bitcoins. You can actually buy uh, Starbucks cards with your bitcoins uh, with with a pretty good discount. You can buy you huh. can buy Starbucks card with, uh, with and they send you the Starbucks gift card on your phone and you know you just save twenty percent just because you bought your gift card your Starbucks gift card with with bitcoins. I think I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and you know that also that also helps mainstream adoption and that also. You know, helps people to make the decision. Okay, well, I can save twenty percent on my Starbucks coffee. Why not? I will. I will use bitcoins. Right. Or, or another amazing, like another killer, uh, killer app is uh, is called Purse.io. Um, you can basically buy anything on Amazon using Purse.io. Hmm. Um, and uh, once you once you sign up to Purse.io, you get to set you get to set up how much how much uh, cheaper. Uh, you would like to buy the, you know, the product that you that you wish to purchase, yeah. and um, and they match your they match your order with with others, and uh, you know I just I bought when I was in the U.S. Uh, a couple months ago I bought my iPhone um, 35 percent cheaper uh, using Bitcoins through uh, on Amazon through Purse.io. So you know these are these are the things that we need to tell people uh, because you know. That really gets their interest. Right. Well, I can save thirty-five percent on my new iPhone. I think that's really cool. I'm going to buy some bitcoins. Um, and we need more and more services like that. I think it's extremely important. Okay. What What do you think is going to be? I mean, you pointed out some. What are the, the going to be the big drivers that get Bitcoin to the masses? You know, you talked about big companies adopting it. Starbucks. You know, uh, Purse.io. Do you think it'll be the blockchain technology itself that starts appearing in other industries, or you know, what would you what guess I, that does it? Sure. What I hope is 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 just the fact that people would like to be control of their own money. Mm. Um, you know, there there's going to be another financial crisis. There's no doubt about that. It's just the question on when it, when that next financial crisis is going to be, and then how how much their money are. Or how much their savings are gonna are gonna be gone, um, 
know, the value of their, of their property, um, their everyday life, um, economy, and everything are, are, are going to, are going to be facing problems. Yeah. Um, when, when that happens, and, and I'm not, I'm not just talking about the U.S., but I'm talking about worldwide, because if you look at the, if you look at what happened in the financial crisis starting from the U.S., and then it went all over the world, like, Every single country had an effect because of that, and uh, and and no wonder, like you know, um, Greek and and uh, Greek still has problems with, yep. with their financials. Um, so people are going to realize that it's really really important uh, to make sure that they're able to be in control their their money. And, right. and I think when when that when that next crisis are going to come, that, that, that crisis is going to hit, uh, Bitcoin is going to be going to be there, and Bitcoin is going to be uh, their number one, uh, you know, currency to transfer their money and to make sure that you know their money is being safe and, and that right. they can be controlled. Yeah, I've been reading that. Um... Go ahead. Yeah, I've, I've I've been reading that there's negative interest rates now um, in a lot of places in Europe, and so it seems like also the fees to even participate in the financial system are getting to the point where it could drive people to use Bitcoin, where the fees are very very nominal. And also, it's it's really important to you know to tell that there are only going to be twenty one million Bitcoins ever created right. so you know the the price the, the price of bitcoin is going to be is going to be increasing because this currency is is not going to inflate it's going it's going to deflate right well it'll come to a point where yeah there everything is in circulation but when when's that projected date to be that uh more money will stop being mined or mineable it's, uh, it's too 2140. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's quite, it's quite some time away. Yeah. But then, yeah, who knows what will happen. Yeah. So, the, so there's no inflation on, on Bitcoin. Right. I think, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's more approximate to gold. I mean, not that they're, um, the supply yeah. of gold is increasing, but very slowly. It's being mined, but... Uh, yeah, it's actually very similar to gold. It has to be my One second. Um, I know you're not a financial advisor, but I have to ask this question. Um, managing your wallets, do you have any recommendations? Should you do one transaction per wallet and or one transaction per address and have hundreds of addresses and a little bit of Bitcoin in each? Or do you just have one big address that you use over and over any any insights on that on how to manage your stuff best yeah sure um of course um it's it's uh it's more secure and it's more safer to use uh more bitcoin addresses but it's really important to uh, let people know that once you have a bitcoin address i mean once you have a bitcoin wallet you can create new addresses within that wallet so you don't have to open multiple wallets to mm. have multiple addresses um, so you can, and you can even change the, the output of the, 
of the wallet, like the output address and of course also the receiving address, which is your which is your your Bitcoin address. Um, if you're if someone is, is particularly concerned about their their uh, their security and and their and their uh, uh, anonymity, yeah. uh, of course they should be using uh, uh, many more addresses. It is not complicated at all. Once you have your uh, your Bitcoin uh, wallet, you can uh, you can create as many addresses as you can. Um, it is I use I personally use blockchain.io. I mean I'm sorry blockchain.info um, um, for for the wallet. Okay. And uh, it is it is super easy uh, to create new addresses and uh, and select which address you would like to send your your coins from. Um, so you can you can uh, you can manage that really easily. Well, what about um, your private keys, managing them? I mean, what's your recommendation? If you lose one, you lose what's associated with an address. You know, what if you have uh, a whole bunch of private keys? I mean, what again, what's your best recommendation on how to keep things safe for yourself? Is it smart to store all your information on a website, you know, that, that some company hosts? Or what would you recommend? Sure. Um wallets uh, that you can download to your phone and and then the private key is is on your phone however if you lose your phone of course you're using your bitcoins but uh, all these wallets have uh, have great recovery services so once you create like once you set up the uh, your wallet uh, it is your responsibility to make sure you set up the recovery um, options right. so uh, how do you do that? Like, uh, of course, it's different from one from wallet to another. But the most common way is uh, is that the wallet is go- the wallet is going to create uh, you know random words for you that you have to write down in order, and uh, and if you know your wallet pre- your wallet password, and you know of course you have your email information and and that's accessible, and you have these recovery words, you would be able to um, to recover wallet to a new phone so if uh, if you're concerned about using your uh, your phone or using your bitcoins make sure you uh, you know you do your you do your homework and uh, and back up all the information and and have the recovery information on hand what about um, offline storage of private keys any recommendations there sure um, I there are, there are about three or four companies uh, out there who uh, who offer uh, Bitcoin hardware wallets, it is really really similar, like a, you know a USB drive. Some of them look like a USB drive. Some of them look like a you know a small token. Um, okay. The private key is on the device itself. Um, you you can have, of course, you can have as many uh, as many receiving addresses uh, on that device as well. So you can you can receive bitcoins while you know on the device, um, and uh, and again the the responsibility is the same because you can have the private key on on the device and then you know what if you throw what if if the device gets stolen of course no one would be able to you know spend the funds because um, you know even though they connect the device to a computer they wouldn't have access to the to the to the account because they don't know the 
uh, the password. They mm. there are multiple uh, uh, multiple protection for these devices. Uh, but again, these devices also support um, uh, you know the backup possibility and and the recovery um, the recovery keys as well. Uh, but then you have the private keys on the device, and you know you just put it in a deposit box, a safety deposit box, and you know you're good to go. I uh, I personally use uh, a uh, 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 a cold storage uh, just like that. Okay. I think I think uh, and it's it's to be honest, it's really easy to use. It's okay. out of the box product. You just connect it to your computer, uh, set it up, make sure you you know you write down all the import, important information, you know, uh, and you're good to go. Okay. Um, do you know? I mean, that must be a hard question, but do you know which countries or? cities or area where Bitcoin is a lot more widespread than others? Is there like a certain place where it's used more than anywhere else? Yeah, I would say it is really popular in, uh, in California and uh, uh, also in Texas. Uh, Austin is a, is a big hub um, as well as New York. I think uh, Bitcoin is, is the most, Bitcoin is most popular in the U.S. Um, if, if I would have to choose a country. Okay. Um, so, I just would say that. All right. And what about um, people's behavior? Do they? Do you talk to many users? Do you see that they tend to hoard Bitcoin, or do people use it actively for transactions? I mean, like, what kind of behaviors have you seen out there versus with you know regular money? I think um, I think whoever gets involved uh, are really like it and uh, they transact with Bitcoin, they send Bitcoin, they buy things with Bitcoin, they, you know, they tell their friends about it. Um, I think uh, this trend is, is going really nicely and it's increasing um, and I'm, I'm really happy to see that. Okay. Um, and then any advice for people that want to get involved with it but they're afraid, you know, of how it works and, <clears throat> you know, it's just something new for them. I mean, what's your... What's your recommendation for the simplest way for someone to dip their toe in and start getting involved with it? Yeah, for sure. First of all, uh, you know, don't be afraid. Uh, uh, if you're if you're concerned about um, you know the Bitcoin value is going to drop, um, again, if you're if you're just doing the math and if you're just like you know look at at the way that the the supply is going to be limited. Uh, you can you can easily tell that the value of bitcoins are going to increase over time, and of course the value of, of bitcoins is going to increase because more and more people will 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 include I mean will be using it. Um, uh, I would recommend you know buying uh, just for a couple hundred dollars uh, worth of bitcoins. You know install their first bitcoin wallets. Uh, if you go to wallets.bitcoin.com, there are plenty of uh, bitcoin wallet services that, that we suggest. Um, set up your first Bitcoin wallets, you know, tell your friends about it, try to buy something online, uh, even use, you know, purse.io, uh, get something for, for much cheaper uh, to make you happy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just really get start, getting start, get start to it. I, I wouldn't suggest to buy and hold Bitcoins. I would, I would suggest to buy and use Bitcoins. Like, you know, get a, get a, 
Starbucks gift card and and save twenty percent, or you know, go right. online and buy anything. Literally, um, if you go to Bitcoin.com, uh, we have a, a menu um, that's uh, that's uh, that's named uh, Spend Bitcoins. Um, you know, you can just search there and and find uh, whatever you would like to uh, to buy. Uh, you will find a an online store that sells it for you, uh, and you will be able to pay with bitcoins. Are there any um, any apps that you know of <clears throat> that will use um, geolocation to tell you places that accept bitcoin near you physically? Um, yeah, I think it's uh, it, it's included in a lot of uh, wallet apps as well. Oh, um, okay. Blockchain blockchain.info, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Um, and um, what else? Uh, Airbits. There's another. Uh, there's another wallet application called Airbits. You would be. Uh, you will be finding it on, on Bitcoin.com as well. You can just download Airbits and uh, and it's like, uh, you know, they, you just set up the location uh, and you'll be able to see all the all the companies that accept Bitcoin. It's really okay. Neat. I've just got a couple more questions. You know, we're almost done. Um, sure. What are some of the new features of Bitcoin? You talked about this a while back. You know, you said like they're they're coming out with new features, and you know, what are some of the latest and greatest things that they're adding to make Bitcoin more easy to use? You know, better to use. Well, um, you know, safer to use, like multi-signature type stuff. Any other any innovations that people are not maybe commonly aware of? That are either out or coming soon. Yeah, but um, there are there are plenty. But I would I would say that uh, those are those are mostly uh, uh, connected with the blockchain technology. Of course, there is no blockchain without Bitcoin. But a lot of uh, a lot of services are building uh, uh, applications, services, and use cases uh, on on the blockchain technology. And, uh, you know, those services and those products um, wouldn't necessarily, they don't have to do much with, with Bitcoin, to be honest. But, okay. But, of course, there are many use cases, uh, use cases out there. But that would, be, that would be part of another discussion because that's, uh, that's blockchain. Well, do you have any um, insights? Are there going to be any coming changes in Bitcoin itself that are going to be important? Or you think it's pretty much going to stay as it is for the foreseeable future? Well, um, I think the biggest change, and, and I'm hoping for the biggest change, is to raise the block size um, of uh, uh, yeah, of um, the Bitcoin block size. Mm. Uh, I think uh, that's really important to uh, uh, in order to let Bitcoin to scale. Um, but that's that's real technical. I don't think we should be talking about that. It's not that it's not that uh, you know. Uh, important for for the everyday people, right? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Okay. Um, yeah, any other insights about Bitcoin that you know because you're so involved with it that the common person wouldn't know? That's important for them to know. Oh, that's a tough one. I mean, there are there are happenings all the time. There are new uh, new companies, new products, new services. Uh, you know, built on Bitcoin, like. Every day, uh, most of them are, are trying to be, uh, you know, are trying to be built on on the blockchain, 
and wouldn't necessarily have to be uh, uh, connected to Bitcoin. Um, okay. Nothing, nothing right now that that really excites me, to be honest. All right. And if you were, to... I, I, would, I would really like to see you know more more services, just like you know the two that I mentioned, like first.io or or uh, or uh, Foldapp. Uh, that are giving people the opportunity to use Bitcoin and you know save some money. I think that's that's really good. Yeah, how is Foldapp spelled, by the way? Um, F O L D. Oh, Foldapp. Okay. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Last two questions. Um, has Bitcoin ever truly been hacked, where the whole system has gone on the fritz? And do you think that um, it's vulnerable to that? And I guess compare that to traditional banking. No, Bitcoin has never been hacked. Uh, only Bitcoin exchanges or, or Bitcoin companies, uh, mm. well, Bitcoin exchanges, a Bitcoin company, uh, have been hacked. But uh, it has nothing to do with, with the Bitcoin technology. It has nothing to do with the code uh, of Bitcoin. Okay. So um, it hasn't been hacked. And um, and I don't think it will ever be hacked. I don't think it's possible, um, to be honest. Um, all the hackers are, are, are actually trying to go after the Bitcoin exchanges because, of course, Bitcoin exchanges hold a lot of Bitcoins. Um, and that's, you know, that's a great target for hackers. Um, but I don't have, I don't, and, and to be honest, Bitcoin exchanges are getting more and more secure as well. Right. Uh, there has been a... a Quite a few hacks in uh, in the past years, and uh, and you know it's not good for it's not good for the companies, and it's not good for the Bitcoin industry. It's not good for for all those people who kept their money on Bitcoin exchanges. It's really important to uh, to say that if you if you have your bitcoins uh, and if you keep them at a Bitcoin exchange, you're not in control. It's the same thing as your as keeping your money in the bank. Right. The Bitcoin exchange can be hacked, and then your Bitcoins are gone. And I would recommend uh, to, you know, always be in control of your private keys. Okay. And then last question. Um, <laughs> what's your thoughts on uh, Satoshi Nakamoto? Do you think uh -huh. it's a, a person or a group, and do you think that he or she is dead or alive? And what, what are your thoughts about it? I personally think that it is one person. Um, the reason to that is quite simple. If if it would be, if it was to be more persons or multiple persons, uh, someone would have, you know, stepped up or someone would have gone public and say, well, I was part of the team. This is what we've done. This is, you know, what I did uh, and so on and so forth. Um, I I can't believe if it if it if it's even two person or two people, uh, it could have happened, mm. just like the way I described. I, I believe it is one person. I believe that the person is uh, is still alive, uh, and I do not think that Satoshi uh, will come to public. Yeah, I had heard that the holdings of the addresses for Satoshi were worth like four hundred million or something crazy, but they've never been spent. So yeah, it, they're, the, it, they, those coins never moved. Yeah, that's that's 
And I'm sure they're watched to see if they if they ever do oh, yeah. move. I mean, but. people are watching those uh, those addresses for sure, but I, I I doubt that they will they'll move. Yeah, I mean, so last bit of speculation. What do you think? Why do you think the person will never come out? And what do you think will happen? They'll just forever be a mystery. Um, I think it will be forever a mystery. Uh, I think. Uh, Maybe that person is now afraid of the consequences because um, it's quite obvious. I mean, if, if he is, if he ever comes out in public, uh, and if he can prove that he was the, uh, even did the Bitcoin, uh, I'm sure he would. Uh, I'm sure governments or you know uh, the authorities would uh, go after him. Really? Uh, wow. Maybe he's maybe he's afraid. Maybe he's afraid of that. Uh, obviously, that person has is 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 a is a millionaire or you know uh, is a really wealthy person because all the bitcoins that he has. Maybe he's afraid of that. Uh, I mean, I, I honestly don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I hope it, it. I hope he never comes to public, and I hope it stays as a mystery. Uh, I like it that way. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, it's the legend of Bitcoin, you know, forever. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, Any um, anything I should have asked you that I didn't? Um, no, I think we covered uh, a good chunk of it. Okay, and then, you know, last thing again, for people that want to get involved with Bitcoin, what's the best place or places for them to go to get started? Well, uh, uh, of course, uh, uh, Bitcoin.com, I mean... Not just because I work for Bitcoin.com, and, and this is uh, this is the this is uh, you know uh, the company that I love, but this is truly the best Bitcoin, like the go-to place for for everything Bitcoin related. You can find anything that you're uh, that you're looking for when it comes to buying Bitcoin, spending Bitcoin, storing Bitcoin, reading about news, you know. Uh, talking to other people on the forum, or or even playing with with bitcoins on on the casino, uh, we have everything covered. So definitely okay. go and check Bitcoin. Check out Bitcoin.com. Well, great. Well, yeah, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to do this call. It was very very informational and uh, great. Thank you. Thank you so much, Richard, for the opportunity. Yeah. You have been listening to Almost Here. Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.